0: The opposite of light is dark. Darkness encourages feelings of fear. We're afraid of the dark. Afraid of the things that might be lurking in the dark or attacking us in the shadows. Darkness is associated with hopelessness. It's used to communicate a deep depression or a great time of sadness when nothing seems to be right in your world and all joy is gone. Darkness is used to denote a time of unrest when peace seems unattainable. We often refer to darkness in the context of blindness and pain. Physical blindness because we can't see and everything is dark and you often bump into things and it hurts. Spiritual blindness because we can't see the truth from God's perspective, so we live spiritual darkness all the days of our life until we know Christ. When we are spiritually blind, we often have pain in our lives, the pain from living life our way instead of God's way. We regularly connect darkness with evil. It's a term used to describe evil, and when evil, things thrive and work. Movies that we have in our culture about the paranormal or demonic forces are all filmed in darkness. They're filmed in darkness and at night when evil and demonic forces are most active. The demonic prefers the darkness so that it can manipulate and bring fear much easier. Darkness is used to describe someone that is caught in the snares of the evil one. Darkness is a spiritual word used to communicate life without Jesus because Jesus is the light of the world. Physically, darkness is the absence of light. Darkness actually has no physical property of its own. It has no physical makeup or composition of its own. It's literally nothing. It's when light is not present. Darkness is the absence of It's the absence of light. It gets dark on the earth when the light of the sun fades away. There's not a dark star that is emitting darkness that overtakes the light of the sun. The earth turns dark because the light of the sun is now absent from that half of the earth. In fact, there's a technical term for this. It's called complete darkness. Complete darkness is... The term that we use when the sun is 18 degrees below the horizon. Complete darkness happens when the light of the sun becomes absent. We also see it in our homes all the time. It gets dark in a room when you turn the light off. When you take the light away, darkness is the absence of light. Our theme for this Christmas season is light. When Jesus was born on Christmas Day, the perfect light of God entered a dark world because Jesus is the light of the world. He is the light that each of us needs to dispel the darkness that lives inside of us. This is why Jesus came. This is why we celebrate on Christmas. We celebrate that light has come and we don't have to live in the darkness any longer. Last week, Pastor Cooper talked about how we're created to live in the light, that God created us to live in his marvelous light. And oh, how we wish the story continued there, amen? But it doesn't. Instead of choosing to live in God's light, we chose our own way. We chose sin. We chose darkness. As a result, the world has been stuck in this darkness and is attached to our own personal sin and its ramifications every day. Today, I wanted to start my message in the dark for a while. I know it's awkward, but living in sin is awkward. I know it's scary, but the scariest thing in the world is not living in the light. It's not fun to be in the dark, but we can't talk about the light of Jesus Christ coming into our world unless we understand the reason that the light had to come. Jesus came because we were stuck in our darkness with no hope of rescue because none of us could rescue ourselves or others. And it gets worse. Jesus came because we like our darkness And we need to see the truth about the consequences of the darkness we allow to reside inside of us. If we're going to embrace the light of Jesus this Christmas and all the days of our lives, then we must also understand the darkness that led Jesus to come as a baby and die on a cross. So let's sit in the dark for a while and remind ourselves how much we need the light of Jesus this Christmas and every day. I want to begin by talking about the implications of spiritual darkness in our personal lives and our world because they're great and they're personal. The following are some reasons and some implications, some ramifications of spiritual darkness. First of all, spiritual darkness is a result of sin. Our world has been stuck in sin, and each of us that is born, each of us that is born every new day, we're born into sin because we chose sin instead of God's way. As a result, we're all stuck in darkness. Spiritual darkness affects our eternity. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here's what scripture teaches over and over again. You and I were born spiritual, but we're also born eternal. We just get to decide in this life where we spend eternity. Romans 6.23 says it's very simple. You either either get death for eternity or you get life for eternity. If you choose Christ, then you get to live in life for all eternity and you accept the free gift of God that is Jesus Christ. Spiritual darkness affects our eternity. Spiritual darkness affects our relationship with God because the darkness of our sin is what stops the light of God's forgiveness, his righteousness, his His goodness, his perfection, his love, his joy, his hope, his grace, his perfect peace to reign in our lives. Sin stops that. And so spiritual darkness affects our relationship with God. Throughout scripture, we see over and over again that spiritual darkness is also the work of demonic forces in the world. Ephesians 6, 12 says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The darkness we see all around us in our world is not only our doing, it's not only our own selfishness, It's not only our narcissism. It's not only the way that mankind lives out their sin. It is also the work of dark forces of evil that want no man to come to live in Christ. The darkness we see all around us is also dark forces of evil. We can see very easily that spiritual darkness invades every area of our life. This darkness is personal. darkness is inside of us. We all know it. We all experience it. The Apostle Paul said, there are days I do well and there are days I do not. And I don't understand the struggle that I have with my sin and living in Christ, but it's there, it's resident in me. It's in me all the time. And it's not until I completely am in heaven and in perfection with Christ that I will no longer deal with this struggle of my sin and my righteousness in Christ the darkness grows as we continue in sin. The darkness is accepted and affirmed when God is rejected, when the light is snuffed out. The shadows of darkness reside in us when we won't allow the light of Jesus to penetrate and heal every area of our life. Darkness is found in our own personal sins that we don't confess, receive forgiveness for, and turn away from. Spiritual darkness can invade a nation as the culture denies God's existence and lives their own way. And the darkness can even overtake a planet when what is right is called wrong and what is wrong is called right. The implications of spiritual darkness are serious And eternal. But this is why we need Christmas. This is why we need Christmas to remind us that Jesus is the light we need in our darkness. Isaiah 9-2 is our theme verse this Christmas. Look at it with me. This verse says, "...the people walking in darkness..." have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. The great light that Isaiah was referring to is Jesus himself. And Isaiah wrote this verse 700 years before Jesus was ever born. It's a reminder that Jesus and that God himself always comes through. He always wants to rescue us. He always wants us to live in his light, not in our own darkness. This verse also reveals what God's people would begin to go through. That the nation of Israel was getting ready to enter a very dark time. A time when people would be living in their own darkness. The time when their nation would choose to live in deep darkness instead of in the light of God's word. This would happen after the prophet Malachi. If you know your biblical history, you know that Malachi is the last book in the Old Testament. And from Malachi to Jesus, there's 400 years where God stops talking. He goes silent. For thousands of years, God had talked to everyone. He talked through the prophets and the kings, and he talked to individual people, but God was about to go silent. I think it's because he talked a lot, and no one was listening or obeying. And he was preparing, and his plan was about to come to fruition. But as people began to live in the darkness, it would reveal even more the light of his Son. During this time period, the nation of Israel would go into darkness. The Romans came. They conquered them. They brought their foreign gods with them. And the world, the entire world, would would enter a time of believing in mythological figures, false gods, instead of the true and living God. And so even the world began to find itself in a place of darkness. Many times you and I can watch the news or read a newspaper or see something in social media. And maybe we feel like our own nation and our own world is in deep darkness as well. It's very easy to see around us that our own world, the time that we live in, 2018, that our world is growing cold and dark because we've taken away the light of Jesus and the hope that he brings to our lives. The world gets darker when the light of the sun is not believed in, or that the light is told to go away and we don't want you here. This verse also says that it's possible for people to walk and live in darkness. That each of us individually have our own choice to to walk in darkness and live in darkness, or to live in God's light. When there's no hope in your life, when there's no joy and peace and love, you often feel like life is just a dark place to live. Maybe tomorrow seems so far away because the struggles of today are so great. When there's no mental concepts of a joyous eternity, darkness can reign. It's also possible to live in a land or in a country that is in deep darkness. When all we hope for is in this world, and there's no future, there's no eternity, then there's no hope, and darkness can easily take over. When the light of the Creator has been snuffed out by progressive education, so-called scientific theories, and man-made ideas of spirituality, darkness is allowed to permeate every area of that country. When the values of darkness are embraced and accepted more than the values of God's light, then the darkness can thrive and grow and take over a nation and a world. But in a time when darkness seemed to be thriving, God sent Jesus into the world. He would be the light of the world and he would be the fresh voice of God in the world. He would bring hope for salvation. That happened 2,000 years ago, but it's still happening every day today because every day for you and I is a new day. And the mercies of God are new every single morning. And that means that the light of Jesus Christ has the ability to rise up inside of us. And you and I get to be children of light every single day. This is important. Isaiah 9-2 reminds us that Jesus is the light we need in our darkness, Christmas is a reminder that the light of the universe entered our world as a baby, grew to be a man and died on a cross. Christmas is a reminder of something extremely important and that is that Jesus came to destroy the darkness. Jesus came to make it possible for you and I to never have to live in the darkness And this might be the most important thing in the entire world that Jesus destroyed the darkness. The Apostle Paul said it like this in Colossians chapter 1. He said, Give joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. For He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Here we have this opposing idea, these opposing kingdoms that are so prevalent in our world, the kingdom of light and the dominion of darkness. But you and I can joyfully thank God that we live in the kingdom of light. Secondly, we can thankfully be Praising Jesus because he's rescued us from the dominion of darkness. You say, how did that rescue take place? Glad you asked. It took place on a cross (laughs) and through the resurrection. See, Christmas and Easter are powerfully connected, aren't they? You can't have one without the other. The reason Jesus came was to die on a cross and to conquer death on the third day for you and I. Isaiah 53.5 says this, but he, he being Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Not only did Isaiah prophesy Jesus' birth, but he also gives us specific words about his death and the way He would die for us. The nails that pierced Jesus were, was for our transgressions, for our sin. He was crushed for our sin, crushed for our iniquities, and as a result, you and I now have peace with God. We've been healed by his wounds and peter repeated it in 1 peter chapter 2 verse 24 peter said he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed jesus destroyed the darkness All of our darkness, all of our sin was placed on Jesus when he was on the cross. And when Jesus rose from the dead on the third day, he broke the power of death that held us down. In 1 Corinthians 15, this great chapter about the resurrection power of Jesus Christ and how important it is to our lives, it says death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, you and I have victory today. As we live in the light every single day, the sting of death is gone because sin is no longer a part of our lives. It's been forgiven. We've been set free from it. So the sting of death that is connected to our sin is now gone. It's been removed. The darkness that once lived in us because we are all born into sin is now gone when you believe in Jesus Christ. In 1 John 3.8, John said, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. The world needs the light of Jesus. We need the light of Jesus. We need to remember that Christmas is a reminder that Jesus is the light we need in our darkness because we all have it too. Christmas is one of the most important days because we remember that we don't have to live in darkness any longer. That the light of Jesus Christ has come into our life and we now have hope that lasts for an eternity. Hope that you and I are completely forgiven, that we are set free, and that the darkness of our sin is now completely removed from us because we let Jesus in. And when Jesus comes in, he conquers the darkness. It's been defeated. And we don't have to live in the darkness any longer. We actually have power over the darkness when we live in Christ. And the Holy Spirit living in us helps us defeat the darkness in us and live for Jesus each and every new day. When Jesus came and died on the cross and rose again, he destroyed the curse of sin. And the Holy Spirit living inside of us helps us destroy the cycle of sin that we often live in. And so the more we listen to the Holy Spirit and embrace the light of Jesus Christ, you and I begin to move out of our sinful nature and into a nature of Christ. We begin to be children of light. In John 12, 46, Jesus said this, "'I have come into the world as a light, "'so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness.'" No one who believes in me should stay in darkness. This verse reveals one of the keys to living in the light, and that is believing in Jesus. If you and I are going to move out of our darkness and see it defeated, we must believe in Jesus. When we believe in Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and we live for Him daily, the darkness fades away. And the light of Jesus fills our lives, and the righteousness of Christ becomes our foundation and our life instead of the darkness and our sin. But we must believe in Jesus. We must take that leap of faith and say, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And if I'm going to live outside of my darkness, I must embrace the light of Jesus. Ephesians 5.8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. Jesus has made it possible for you and I to live in the light. We don't have to live in the darkness anymore. We get to live in the light of Jesus Christ. Some of the people that I love to talk about or to talk to are often the people that have lived in great darkness, but they've come into the light. People that have lived a life that has been in the dark and much darkness, they're often the ones that are most excited about being in Jesus, aren't they? Because they know what it's like to live in the snares of Satan's darkness to be caught in his vices of addiction, sinful lifestyle, and oppression. They know firsthand what it's like. Now, we all have lived there. We've all been a part of that because we're all sinners. But some people let more come in their life. And when Jesus came in, they experienced the forgiveness and the love of Jesus. And now they know they don't have to live in the darkness any longer They know that they have been set free and they live in that freedom every single day and they are super excited to live in the light, no longer in the dark. But that testimony is all of ours. Every person that has believed in Jesus Christ as their Savior, that's your testimony. That you don't have to live in the darkness any longer. In fact, this Christmas is an opportunity for all of us to live in the light. It's an opportunity for every single one of us to make a choice this Christmas to say, I'm not gonna live in my darkness, I'm gonna live in the light of Jesus Christ. Now if you don't know Jesus at all, maybe you've never admitted that Jesus is your savior, then today is the day for you to believe in Jesus for the first time and transfer your soul from the dominion of darkness to the kingdom of light. Maybe you've received Jesus in your life, but you live on the fence. And every day you wake up, you decide whether you're going to live for the world and for yourself, or you're going to live for Jesus. And some days you live for Jesus, and some moments you follow the Lord, but others you really just do what you want to do. This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to start living for Jesus every day and to live in the light every single day to no longer follow the darkness. So if you've been living a double life with Jesus, today can be the day that you say, I'm not going to live that way any longer. Maybe you've had a uh, hidden sin in your life. And this is your opportunity this morning to ask for forgiveness and let the light of Jesus heal the darkness you have. Let him heal that darkness that you've let reside in there, that closet that you've never opened to him. Would you let him in today? Would you let him come in and do a cleansing work in every area of your life? And lastly, if you're living in the light, then today is a day to celebrate that the darkness has been defeated in you. And Jesus has set you free. I'd like us to pause in closing just for a minute and think about where you might be. Do you need Jesus for the first time? Do you just walk on the fence with him? Is there a hidden sin? Or are you just celebrating Jesus today? we just take a moment and bow our heads and just spend a moment with Jesus? Wherever you're at, I, w- I want you to take a moment and spend it with him. Talk to him about where you're at. You've got that hidden sin, then ask for forgiveness for it. If you struggle to live for Jesus daily, make that confession. Ask him to come in afresh and anew. If you've never asked Jesus to come into your life before, I want to encourage you right now to do it. It's really simple. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again for me, and I believe that that takes care of my sin. And I ask you to forgive me. I confess that I'm a sinner. Would you set me free? If you don't know Jesus, would you make that your prayer this morning? This morning, we sang a very important song called, I Believe. And I'm going to ask us to close with that this morning. And I'm going to ask you to make it your declaration this morning to the Lord that you believe in him and that you want his light to permeate every single area of your life as we spend our entire month talking about the light of Jesus Christ, light for all, could we start this morning by just letting Jesus come in afresh and the Holy Spirit do a work in each of us and make it the declaration of our life this morning that we believe. Let's sing it out. Believing God our Father And I believe in you, and I believe you rose again, and I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, that's our declaration this morning. We believe in you, and we believe that there is nothing like you, and there will never, ever be anything or anyone like you. And Jesus, as we celebrate you this Christmas, we're asking that your light would penetrate our darkness, that there would be nothing in us any longer that hinders us from loving you and serving you, and believing in you, and going for you anymore. That the darkness in us would be gone in the name of Jesus. That we would be forgiven and set free in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. And Lord, we also know that there's a world out there that needs your light. And we're your kids. We're called to take the light of Jesus Christ into a dark world. It's our responsibility now. And so as children of light, I pray that you would help us to walk in your light. That we would have great testimonies, that our righteousness would shine like the dawn. And the Lord Jesus, everywhere we go, we would be about showing people how much you love them because that's why you came. During this time, when people are a little bit more open to spiritual things, would you give us opportunities with our neighbors and our families, our coworkers, just people in our city? Would you give us opportunity to share the light of Jesus Christ with them? That they might leave the darkness and come into the light and believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. Would you give us the strength and the courage and the power to live this way through the power of the Holy Spirit? In the name of Jesus, we pray. We all said, amen. 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 Well, before you go, if you want to just pray about something a little bit longer, uh, there's going to be some people that are going to be up front to pray with you. If you'd like to stick around and pray. We'd love to have you up here. So don't leave if you really feel like you want to just do some more stuff in the Lord. Always remember, Jesus loves you very much. So do Kate and I. Have a great week and Merry Christmas.